Hello. Hello. And welcome to Why, Why Are, Are We, we doing, doing This? Happy holidays, everyone. We, from our family to yours, from Kirk's family to yours, God bless you all. Oh, knock off the shit. <sighs> we watched our old no, favorite. No, your favorite. I don't like this movie. What do I have written in big letters? This movie sucks donkey dick. No, it's not a big time movie. Oh. Well, eh, interchangeable. And I wouldn't do that to a donkey, sorry. No, Kirk would. Um, <laughs> to the one who took me. To the, okay, never. <laughs> to the one who drove him to Bethlehem. Oh. <laughs> Oh, so, so, Pay no attention to him. Before I think he put we something in the Pepsi. Don't you dare! Don't you even think I would tamper with Pepsi? <laughs> <laughs> okay. All right. Okay. <laughs> before, before we get into it, <coughs> please remember to rate and review on Apple Podcasts this holiday season. Mm-hmm. You know, drop us a five star, maybe a ten star, maybe a fifteen star. Leave us a review. That'd be great. Um, send us an email at why are we doing this podcast one at gmail dot com. Uh, you can also um, uh, follow us on Instagram. You can uh, follow us on Twitter. You can uh, subscribe to our Patreon. What's that Patreon? <laughs> Oh, you don't. Me. I don't know that one. <laughs> <laughs> Patreon something. Patreon.com slash why are we doing this? Oh, you're so good at this. I know. I just um, you can rate and review on Spotify or Kidspot. <laughs> it took you uh, 60 episodes to figure that one out. So. Yeah, I sure did. Um, hey. <laughs> so, um, okay, let's just jump right in. To preface. This is the first time we've... No. This is the first time we've watched a movie and recorded it and put it out twice. We've watched a movie multiple times. It's really sadistic. We watched pieces (laughs) twice and recorded it once. Right? Arguably, which one's better? This or pieces? Pieces. This is piece of shit. (laughs) This this is pieces of Kirk Cameron's fucking mental stability falling out of the window. I... Was so excited. We're doing two Christmas episodes this season because we already watched our New Year's movie, and I don't want to okay. watch. No, we already watched the one New Year's movie, the New Year's Eve movie. Oh, and then w- there's another New Year's movie that I really don't want to watch. Oh, but you make me watch this shit. Yeah, it's called New Year's Evil, and it's about a, p- a murder at a punk rock concert on New, uh, New Year's Eve, 1980. And it's a very, it's a slasher, but there's no blood in it at all. So it's fucking boring. Uh, but the soundtrack is amazing. It sounds something like this. New Year's Evil! <laughs> Arguably, the music in this is better. Everything about this movie is better no. than New Year's Evil. So next week, you're going to watch a Christmas movie. The long-awaited Santa Claus Conquers the Martians. Yeah, because that's just what Santa Claus does. I mean, yeah, he, you know, rapes and pillages his way through every city. He had to make his way to Mars. Anyway, um, we hope you enjoyed uh, another Yuletide classic last week, Showgirls. Oh, um, God. What's that in my stocking? Oh, that's uh, Elizabeth Berkeley's vagina. Uh, <laughs> you know, but this has no vagina. 
No swearing. No snatch at all. No drinking. No cocaine. They did drink wine. Um, That was probably grape juice, knowing Kirk. No, it was white. It could be white grape juice. I think it was. I think it might have been wine. This is a, the most soulless movie ever made. And it's my favorite Christmas movie besides Muppet Christmas Carol. Kirk Cameron's Saving Christmas. You see, that title works in two ways. Kirk is saving Christmas. And it's also Kirk Cameron is presenting Saving Christmas. See, you see, he really thought about this movie. This is a real fucking thinker. Why didn't is his production company. The Cam fam. Yeah, fucking Cam fam. Okay, this, I said this to you while we were watching. People, uh, like, uh, people who are a few years older than me, they had the room. People who were in college in 2003, they have the room. I have Saving Christmas. Well, my first line was, why are we watching this piece of shit again? Because it was, <laughs> okay, last time, this movie was so outrageous. And he said he was so glad he was here. I said, I am so glad I, I, I am yeah, not yeah. glad I am here. No, we, okay, the first time we watched it, we were so dumbfounded that this piece of shit is an actual movie. We well, I would not I'm say it's a maybe a TV movie, because this movie, <laughs> fucking hell, this thing made it to the movie theaters. Oh, and the Kirk Cameron news, oh, are you okay? Mm-hmm. That Kirk Cameron news thing now, that um, he, uh, that Kirk Cameron's, you know, made, wrote this book, and, you know, he's trying to get into fucking libraries, and they they let him. Like a crazy person. This guy's a, well, a maniac. At first. I know. He probably pulled out a gun and threatened to shoot himself in the library. Uh, probably not. Or maybe he, like, did a picket line outside the library. Said that they're, you know, atheists or some shit. Kirk Cameron's saving Christmas. Yes, he is. Well, I just want to know where he gets his info from. Because he, I told you, he talks to angels. Because he's doing stuff by the Bible. I don't ever remember reading half this shit in the Bible. Yeah, we both grew up Catholic. Um, I am not anymore. I mean, you're very lapsed. I'm a non-practicing Catholic. So we know, uh, I didn't really pay attention, but I know most of the framework. You know, I, I can, you know, tell some person from another person. I can tell Mary from uh, sex worker Mary. But, you know... <laughs> I almost said prostitute, and then I had to correct myself. Um, <laughs> but, you know, where is he getting this shit from? Because I am losing my mind. Okay, okay, Kurt Cameron saving Christmas. Yes, he is. 2014. This is an unfair one. 1.3 out of 10 stars on IMDb. Unfair. We got what? 1.3 out of 10 stars. I wouldn't have given that many. No. His annual... Okay, this this beginning doesn't make any sense. It's not his fucking party. It's his sister's party, and we'll get to that. His annual Christmas party faltering, thanks to his cynical brother-in-law, former... Uh, brother-in-law. Former Growing Pains star... Oh, I said... What did I say? All in the Family? He was on? No, no. Star Kirk Cameron attempts to save the day by showing him that Jesus Christ remains a crucial component of the over-commercialized holiday. Taglines, best tagline ever, put Christ back in Christmas. Cast, it's literally all one family who was in this movie. It's all the Shannons, and I, they were executive producers. So I cut them all out, and these are all the people who are like actual characters. Kirk Cameron as Kirk. 
Jeez, that's a stretch. Yeah, I know. Darren Doan has Christian. Bridget Cameron, Kirk's much older sister, as Kirk's sister. Oh, is it really his sister? Ben is this like Kuntz. Ben Kuntz as St. Nick. Kintz. Oh, my God. Kintz. <laughs> 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 I'm sorry. Okay. It could have been Kuntz. I'm sorry. David Shannon as DeAndre, my favorite character in this. And Rafi Henley as the conspiracy theorist. Reviews. No rating. Quote. St. Nicholas is going to open a can of whoop-ass. After seeing all the negative reviews of this film, I had to check it out. Us too. I heard about Kirk Cameron's upvoting campaign on Rotten Tomatoes and the ensuing backlash from atheists and so on, but I wanted to see if the film was really that bad. It It is. is. It's really awful. Probably the most awkward, uncomfortable hour of my life. Troll 2, another movie on our docket, was funny uh, as in a so-bad-it's-good level. So was The Room. But this was just painfully bad. This film aggravates me on so many levels. But I wanted to leave out the BS religious side of it. We're going to get into the bullshit religious side of it. Because it's no matter what your beliefs are, this was just arguably fucking stupid. I mean, it, it, it makes no sense. Okay. He's really stretching. There's more than enough reviews, even from Christians, attacking this film for its head-scratching evangelical nonsense. I would describe it as that, yes. Instead, I'd like to focus on an aspect of the film that I feel has been overlooked. The historical facts that Cameron pulls out of his arse. I'm a history buff, and this film made me so angry. Cameron expects us to believe that St. Nicholas got so angry with Arius that he dragged him out of the, into the snow and beat the crap out of him with a staff. He did no such thing. As one of the bishops who signed the Nicene Creed, St. Nicholas got into an argument concerning the divinity of Christ and punched the Christian pre- presbyter in the face. Then there's the barking mad argument about the pagan roots of Christianity, which Cameron dismisses, claiming that everything was created by God. And therefore, everything to do with Christmas can be traced back to God, even the Nutcracker. And on it goes. The arguments make no sense, the acting is horribly stilted, and the comedy is painfully bad. The old guy? Oh my god, I wanted to kill him. It's such an incoherent, rambling mess from Crocoduck Cameron. I don't know what that means. Crocoduck. Croco-shit, maybe. I, I don't know. That by the time he's dancing and doing the worm... You just have no idea what you're watching anymore. <laughs> Worst movie ever made in the history of motion pictures. That title goes to the past. That's the pe- Oh, here's one more. Please don't. One out of ten. Aberrant in every way. Every Christmas season, one can count on the fact that we will be in- inundated with the TV shows recycling the It's a Wonderful Life story. Hallmark Channel will overwhelm us with treacle, and a spate of Christmas-themed films will multiply at the Cineplex to raise the holiday spirits. I give extremist Christian Kirk Cameron dubious credit for crafting a Christmas-themed film that actually seems to be completely clueless about the meaning of Christmas. It goes without saying that the film resembles... Oh, shit. A glorified home movie. 
with horrible writing, worse acting, and horrendous production value. Most of the film functions as little more than an unwieldy frame for Cameron to lecture at the audience using most spurious of facts and a dubious rewriting of history. The basic story, blah, blah, blah. Um, here we go. The film also includes a relentlessly unfunny blooper reel and a dance sequence that must be seen to believed. Or better yet, don't see it at all. Sorry, I skipped over the middle because we're going to be talking about the middle. So, what did you give this movie as a pre? Minus a million. Minus a million. Minus a million of every person converted away from Christianity. That's that's a million people turned away from Christianity after seeing this. Probably. Probably. I gave it. What did I give it? Well, you probably gave. It I a didn't actually. I did. I gave it a fair review. I'm sure you did. Fair. Okay. Fair as shit. Hold on. My. You probably gave it ten gold stars. Negative two. I gave it. Oh lord. Oh, I didn't give it a post. Um. Watching this movie the first time, we had had a very rough day. You know, uh, if you remember, this was the day that, um, you know, you crashed your car into a parking garage and, you know, the, the building was closed and it was raining and your head was cracked open. It was, a, it was a whole thing. But still, we persevered to watch this piece of cinema. This time, it must be something because I've been sick and we're watching. This time in a different location, a different atmosphere, different snacks, same same bullshit, different place. How'd you feel about it? Did you like watching it the first time more or less than the second time? I didn't like it the first time and I hated it even more this time. You laughed the first time though. You were stony faced this this time. it was like, this is not a movie I would recommend seeing once, let alone me, you making me sit through fucking twice. Well, you're out of luck, because we're going to be watching it next year, too. I'm not, I'll fall asleep. I don't care. We're, I'm going to be watching it next you, week, and you're going to be with me, and then well, I'm going to wake you up, and we're going to talk about it. So, if you want me to drone at you about how, you know, religious and amazing Kirk Cameron is for an hour, because I'll go even above, you know, our normal time. I'll go two hours, just talk about Oh, Kirk Cameron's so handsome. He's not. Um, Kirk Cameron's... What the fuck? You get, are you doing drugs? <laughs> yeah. Oh, we said that this movie would be amazing to watch on acid. acid because it... Or really, really drunk. It was... Some of it I didn't remember. Some of it I was, like, excited. I don't remember the dance. I remember the dance thing. I didn't remember the... Oh, no, I remembered the song. I didn't remember the dance scene. And I remembered all the group pictures. I didn't rem- remember those people coming out dancing. I didn't remember when what's it, when we first get introduced to Christian and it's like slow mo that girl dancing. That was genuinely terrifying. And when they have the, the movie was terrifying. Okay. And when they have the close up of Santa smiling, that was scary too. That was like if Bad Santa was a horror movie. Anyway, isn't Bad Santa kind of a horror movie? No, it's a Billy Bob Bob's Thornton old. movie. He's a he's a. I've seen Bad Santa. Drunk. Isn't he a heroin addict or something? No, he's just. He's a, just a drunk. Just. And his uh, elf is Vern Troyer, right? You know the. Yeah. Oh, I love Vern Troyer. R.I.P. Um, I can't believe he died. Anyway. Um. <laughs> I'm sorry. Styles always. Today's the day of his death. Oh, but, Sorry, but it could Lexi. be. Sorry, Lexi. Oh, don't even get me started. I don't want to cry today. I already did. Uh, I'm going to cry 
because, you know, we haven't got to this movie, this amazing movie, to commemorate Lexi's memory. An amazing episode. It, it doesn't matter what the movie is. Last week, Showgirls, awful movie. What, you know what? I'll get to that on a, on a different day. That's a different topic. Uh, amazing episode. We had a good rapport, you know, good information. You know, a lot of snatch. Um, uh, <laughs> I'm sorry. Okay. Yeah. So it opens up with my one of my favorite scenes of the movie. If I could do top three scenes of the movie, number one, it's um, Darren Joan face planting into the presence. Number two, Kurt Cameron doing the worm. Wait, no, no, scratch that. Number two is this scene, and then the third thing is when um, Darren Joan jacks Kurt Cameron off in the car. Um, <laughs> that's what it, multiple people said that. You said that. I said that. I just, DeAndre said that. I said, are they having a moment? DeAndre said, did you jack him off? Because he was like giving him, he's staring at him. He was giving him the bedroom eyes. He was, uh, was that REO Speedwagon? You're putting, oh, that Kirk Cameron was putting on white lies and Darren Jones was putting on his bedroom eyes. Anyway, no, my second favorite scene, first favorite scene, this opening scene, second no, I'm sorry. It doesn't matter. It does matter. First one, Darren Doan. Second one, this opening scene. Third one, I'd have to say, is it Kirk Cameron doing the worm? I love that part. That's one of my favorite parts. Okay. Oh, comment on our Instagram post what your favorite part of this was. This movie's streaming free. <laughs> that was your favorite part, all three of them? Turning the TV off. Um. <laughs> that was my favorite. This movie is streaming everywhere for free because who would pay for this? I would pay for the Blu-ray, though. Um, I like this movie because it's so bad. This is like The Room. Um, you can't be serious. You know how The Room was just, you know, Hi, doggy, I want two thousand red roses, you know? This was that, but better. Done, be done worse, but in the end is funnier. So... Kirk Cameron, we open up. He's in this Christmassy room. This is Christmas coming out of the wazoo. You know, there's stockings. There's a roaring fire. There's hot chocolate. <laughs> you know how Snatch was last week? This is hot chocolate week. Wait, well, oh, Versace last week? Hot chocolate. He is guzzling hot chocolate every time we see him. He's giving everyone else hot chocolate. Uh, he said, I wouldn't trust him with the whipped cream. I said, <laughs> Uh, he looks like you are having too much fun with that red. He bread. is, and he mentions in this first. He's saying like, he's having way too much fun with that red. And those kids. He was he in the first scene. He's like you know in like a, uh, a red sweater, and you know he's talking to us, and he's like, "Hi everybody." Was it a red sweater? Yeah. Well, <laughs> Kirk. Kirk was. I, I you know what? I just like this movie so much. I was there, but I wasn't. I think you saw just shapes and sounds. Um, <laughs> about it. That sounds like Kurt. That <laughs> sounds like Darren. Oh, oh and there's a wife who got second billing and doesn't say Jack. Shit. She says like three words in this movie. What no. you got for me, baby? She, she says like about three sentences, sorry. She says, that's Uncle Bill. What do you want, Big Papa? And are you okay? It's miraculous she has second billing. Anyway, he's talking to us, you know. Hey, everybody. It's your old pal, Kirk. 
I'm here to put, uh, you know, the Christ back in Christmas. You know, he's saying one of the things he said I agree with. It's not a religious thing. It's a thing that people want. He's, this is what he says. He says, you know, <coughs> there's, I love everything about Christmas. From the stockings to the hot chocolate to the, to the. Fire and the hot chocolate. He says hot chocolate like three times. <laughs> to the fire from the, the hot Christmas chocolate. Christmas sex and the hot chocolate. And, you know, the, the, the Christmas sex. <laughs> And the, the stockings, you know, the hot chocolate and the stockings. And, you know, he's the kind of madman to like, he, anyway, <laughs> I love the big tree and, you know, all the presents and, you know, I love the kids. He does say that. I love the kids. And, um, the Christmas sex and the hot chocolate. Yeah. He loves the Christmas sex during the hot chocolate, hot chocolate during the Christmas, Christmas sex. sex, everything. He fit right he in. He might not use the hot chocolate, but he probably uses the whipped cream. <laughs> <laughs> I, this is what I want. I want Kirk Cameron to play Zack in Showgirls. <laughs> no, me, you need to save yourself from marriage. <laughs> Him with Gina Gershon. <laughs> I'm sorry. This is awful. So, um, so he's talking to us and he says, but there are some people who want to take that away from us. And I, 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 you know, I shut you up for us. I said, shut up. And I leaned in. I said, what is he talking? People want to take the hot chocolate? People want to take his joy? Who? And then I realized I'm the one who wants to take his joy. <laughs> when he said, some people want us to dial it back. Keep it inside our house. And I said, oh my god, this is about me. I, there's nothing I hate more than people who are like, just over the top Christmas. I don't like any over the top decorations outside your that's just me and i don't care what you do inside your house but don't involve me in it you know i very rarely if, if it's not like like child abuse or like domestic disturbances i don't give a fuck what you do i don't do you feel the same way yeah you know i don't know for decorate no i we do not decorate our outside of the house at all Oh, we do. Not a, you put like lights and like yeah, a but, garland. Yeah, but Papa used to. Yeah, I know. Like, like everyone knew where I lived. Yeah, but and, and DT Energy loved me. Yeah, we used to I have mean, like he a. He did the big tree out front. Yeah, I mean, he did the. I mean, there wasn't a place there wasn't a light. But now you don't. No, I just do my garland and my little lights on my porch. I. I just don't like it. There's just something about it that rubs me the wrong way. But I've always done Yeah. Ireland, so. And we used to have like a thing we put in the window, but we stopped doing that because we're, you know, curmudgeons. But Kirk Cameron is making, this is the only time you will catch me saying this. He made a good point. You should keep your shit in your house, please. And I don't mean like, you know, I celebrate Christmas. You can tell people that I celebrate Hanukkah. Yeah, I celebrate Kwanzaa. I celebrate Festivus. You know, I don't care what you do, but keep it. Just, I don't want to fucking hear about it. That's just me. I, you know, I sound like an asshole, but, you know, what are you going to do? do? Did you agree with Kirk? On that. On that. Only on yeah, that. Only on that. Everything else. Everything else he said was just bullshit. He was grabbing shit out of his ass and talking. Oh, yeah, and he was, you know, writing Leviticus on the wall with it. Uh, <laughs> so then he... Then he... <laughs> he's talking to us. He's talking directly to us because we're probably the only two people who've seen this movie. Probably not. There's probably some devoted 
Kirk Cameron, Cameron fans. Or some really devout Christians. So, no, not even devout. Insane. Because this was like, this was some like Jim Jones shit. This was insane. Like, if I was told that this is what David Koresh was telling everyone the day before the Waco siege, I would believe it. So he's telling us, like, and some people say that what we're doing is wrong. And this, hold on, he says, um, that, that druids made hot chocolate. He said, did the fucking druids invent hot chocolate? He didn't say fuck because he don't swear. Oh, he doesn't. He said, did the, did, the, did the gosh darn druids create hot chocolate, darn it? Did he say that? No. He did say the druids made hot chocolate. Oh, I missed that. That was my favorite. He said, did the druids invent hot... He just spit flying everywhere. I'm, I'm sorry. He, he thinks he's got a... He's on this moral high horse this entire movie. He's like, you know, I know about Christmas and everyone else is an idiot, you know. Well, I, I just said, where are you getting your info? I know. Because some of the stuff he was rattling up about... And if you've listened to our first Saving Christmas episode, it's basically incoherent because it's just us laughing and being like... Who wanted this? I wanted this. But he was, you know... Um, I don't think all his facts are... And it's not that we don't believe in the facts. No. I don't believe in a lot of them. But these are just like... Um, the the normal shit you'd hear at like Sunday school turned up to like 15 notches. It's like... what is he? Okay, so he talks about Christmas trees... How they are related to Jesus because they're crosses. Nutcrackers are soldiers. What else? Um, St. Nicholas was like a John Wick. But he was a badass. No, they didn't say that. He said he's the man. He's the, he's the man. man. He's, he was bad, but in a good way. Um, that's my Kirk Cameron impression. He's yeah, he's the man, you know. And uh, the, uh, I don't... Okay. So then we cut to an amazing... After Kirk Cameron says... Something to the effect of we're going to put the Christ back in Christmas. We cut to an amazing Schoolhouse Rock oh. opening. I, it was like oh conjunction junction on our screen. It was like, that. It, it, there was no words, but it was like the <laughs> schoolhouse. You know, and Mary was pregnant and then she hit a bump and Jesus fell out. And, you know, Joseph, you know, oh, speaking of Jesus which is this movie's main character. Um, um, he, he also talked about how Jesus was not born in a manger. A, not, not what Lisa Barlow told us. He was born in, he was born in a cave, cave on the Shroud of Turin, which somehow, somehow, this diseased sex worker got to rub on his face. You know, didn't she rub the Shroud of Turin on his face? No, it was like put on in that, like the imprint of his face was. His face was that dirty? I think it was. Blood? No, I think like when they did that, because when you die, you start deteriorating. Oh, yeah. And back then they didn't really like put all that shit. Yeah. Like they didn't embalm you like they do now. So I think when he started. All that shit. (laughs) (laughs) Well. I think he started to, and so the oh. imprint of the his face was on. The so his face fell off. And I don't think it fell off, but I think it was just. I'm because you know he was in the sun. He was yeah. probably Ugh, sweaty and gross. And, so I think it just made it it's fucking imprint. gross, man. <clears throat> I okay. I'm, we're not going to get into our you know religious beliefs because that's not what this is about. 
This is about God. This is about Christmas. And this is about saving the fucking planet. Kirk Cameron is saving this planet one step at a time. One Jesus at a time. I don't agree with most of what Kirk Cameron says. And Kirk Cameron is like extreme, extreme Christian. And I don't believe what a lot of moderate Christians say. But, you know, I'm sure there's a grain of truth to everything. I mean, not some of the more fanciful shit. But, you know, I'm sure there was some dude named Jesus that they killed, right? I'm, I'm sure. But this should not have happened because of that. This is like, this is like a, I hate to say this, a Pearl Harbor level of disaster. This is a f- wage, Kirk Cameron has waged war on America. <laughs> you know. We're, Talk about being extreme. <laughs> it's He's extreme. I'm being extreme right back. Okay. 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 We need to just get into this party. So Kirk Cameron's, apparently he's running this as his annual Christmas party at his sister's house. Although his sister made all the food. Maybe he paid for it. I don't think he has that kind of money. He blew it all on crack. Right? Wasn't he a, wasn't he a drug addict? No. What? I thought he was a drug addict and he's a born again. No. Oh. Oh. Did I get my guys mixed up? Yeah, I think so. Oh. I think that was Cameron Kirkson. Sorry. <laughs> this is what this movie does oh. to you. This is a anyway. I'm just telling we are not watching it again. Well, you don't think so. I'm telling you, I won't. So okay, so that oh, this is what we'll do. Next year we'll watch Santa Claus Conquers the Martians again and we'll watch a new movie. And then the new movie the next year we'll watch that one again. Uh, we'll do that. We'll oh, do that. Lord. Oh Lord. So oh, Lord. Oh, Lord. Oh, Lord. So we you know, are introduced to Kurt Cameron and his sister in the kitchen. This is just so odd. So their house is like the most 2014 house ever. It, it, you can picture it. Think of that as you will. It's a big, like, upper-class house. You know, there's a stairway, and, you know, there's a there's um, uh, an open-plan kitchen with two fridges. Fridges? Fridges? That, that doesn't sound right. Refrigerators. Fridges. They're like a Anthony Bourdain, like like restaurant kitchen fridge. Um, <laughs> so we see that they have like this deranged lunatic as Santa Claus. It's Uncle Bill. <laughs> you say that as you know Uncle Bill. I had an Uncle Bill. Oh Jesus! It's Uncle Bill. <laughs> That's what she says, though. Like so. Uh. Kirk Cameron is he in the... married him because he doesn't have a job. He doesn't have... A, that's what the, she said? I was no. laughing too hard at... No, she said I hired him because he didn't have a <laughs> <laughs> Wait, that guy was their age and that's their uncle? Oh, maybe their parents had ki- kids well, late. I went to school with an aunt and a niece. They were like six months apart. So the grandma and the daughter were pregnant at the same time. Uh, oh, that's gross. Yeah, kind of. Oh, my God. Uh, okay. Okay. Uh, ew. <laughs> so I'm just saying. So Kirk is talking to his sister, and he's like, "Oh my goodness, Bridget, how did you get Santa Claus to be here, Bridget?" And she says, "She doesn't say anything. She looks at him, and she has this like resting bitch face. She has. She's just like, and she stares at him. Yeah, like they all saw that. 
Oh yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and she's and she he's like Bridget. Bridget. Was that her name? Bridget. Yeah. Bridget. How'd you get Santa Claus? You must have paid him a fortune. And she says, It's Uncle Bill. <laughs> and then that's her only line for the next 50 minutes, right? And he's like, Oh. Oh, okay. <laughs> and, um, you know, he's he's talking to us, you know. He's, he's doing kind of like the Grinch narrating. He's like, you know, Three sizes too small. About his... What is that? His heart grew was three sizes too small. He's saying that about his brother, brother-in-law, Christian. No, it was two sizes just because it grew three sizes and grew even bigger. Oh, it was, yes, because it grew three sizes that day. It was two sizes too small, Darren's was. Darren, um, he is, he's a, he's like a revelation. He's a triple threat. He can dance. <laughs> he can act <laughs> and boy howdy can he direct because he is the director and producer of this movie god bless him so we see is there uh, is there um you got way more I do. than i do because i was bored out of my mind oh um, what's her face bridget says you know I, I think there's something up with Darren. He's not wanting to do this Christmas thing, right? And then Kirk turns to her, and he's, you know, foaming at the mouth. And he's like, what? Did he hit you? I'll take him outside right now. And she's like, no, he just doesn't want to do Christmas, right? And he's like, oh. And so he walks around. He's looking for I'll Darren. Just, I'll just get out my Bible, and we'll tell him all about it. I swear, he has, like, uh, Batman has a utility belt of, you know... Grappling hooks and you know handcuffs. His is like a crucifix, <laughs> holy water, and a mini on the go Bible. <laughs> so he's um looking for Darren, but unfortunately, Darren runs into my favorite character in this movie besides Jesus, DeAndre. First of all, way they spelled his name, that's now how I would have spelled DeAndre. How would how would you spell it? D E then A N. D-R- oh, I spelt it how I think they meant it to be spelt. Um, I spelt it D-I-O-N-D-R-E. DeAndre. I mean, I... I okay, I based it off of Dion Warwick. <laughs> <laughs> have you, wait, have you seen the one where... Have you seen the... It's an old interview, but it was after We Are the World. Um, Dion Warwick is getting interviewed, right? And the interviewer says... This is, you know, 10, 15 years, however many years after um, We Are the World, where um, uh, tens of, you know, hundreds of musicians came together, hundreds of talented musicians and LaToya Jackson <laughs> came together. <laughs> and Dionne Warwick starts laughing so hard she fell over laughing because <laughs> she, she said, hundreds of talented musicians and LaToya Jackson. <laughs> oh, that reminds me of that. Of course. I like Dionne. Um so she's still alive. Yeah, she's alive. Are we gonna put her on the list? <laughs> <laughs> so Kirk. So DeAndre is the only black man in this movie, and he is like every. Well, they have black kids. Those are probably. I hate to say this. Those are probably his wife and kids. The way this movie is, because his character is like, every, He's like 
every single like religious black person trope rolled in one. He he is like a heavy set gentleman in an he says that. Can I get an amen? Like, I was like, oh my lord, who wrote this? Probably Kirk. Darren. Kirk. Darren and Kirk, I think. Um, after they got done making love. I mean, I'm not, this is a, a very homoerotic movie. I mean, they were kissing in the car. They were not kissing. They hugged, I think. That's not <laughs> homoerotic, but still, you have to see it to believe it. And you better go see it. I mean, I hug people doesn't mean I kiss them. I think that, you know that new movie, we have to watch it. It's the honk for Jesus, save your soul. We have to watch that. I think that's um, Sterling K. Brown in that. I love that Sterling K. Brown. But um, that's how, like, um, DeAndre acts like, like a televangelist. He's, he's like um, black heavyset Billy Graham. Because he, he's, you know, saying to everyone, can I get an amen? We're going to have to march for this, you know? And it's, like, offensive. I was thinking, like, who wrote this black guy character? Because obviously... Dare Kirk guy? doesn't know one black person. White guy. <laughs> <laughs> I think Kirk got green screened into that scene with DeAndre so he wouldn't have to be with him. That's seriously, I think Kirk Cameron's an awful piece of shit human being. <laughs> These are just conspiracy theories running deep. So okay. Kirk is, you know, looking for Darren, but Darren's with DeAndre, and DeAndre is saying Apparently, every single person at this Christmas party knows each other or works together. So, DeAndre comes up to him. He's like, did you hear this bullshit? They're going to they're gonna cancel casual Fridays or silly shirt Fridays. Do you know how many um, silly shirts my wife bought me? And blah, blah, blah. And Darren zones out. And he starts seeing, like, it's like um, in oh, the... Oh, he talks behind his coffee. Mark. No, that's when DeAndre's with the conspiracy theorist. Um... Darren starts seeing like Big Lebowski like hallucinations like the the little girls are turning and making like a Grinch smile at him no you remember you only see shapes and colors (laughs) (laughs) so you saw a bunch of triangles and Darren Doan going oh my god (laughs) so then he like gets up he's like I need some hair and DeAndre's like were you listening to me and so Darren Doan goes outside, gets in his car. I thought he was going to be like office space and drive in his garage, roll down his windows and turn his car on. But <laughs> sadly, he did not because Jesus, this this is an hour and 19 minute movie and it feels like two hours. And that's coming from a super fan. Um, so Kirk Cameron finds his way outside to... To greet, you know, to, Christian, what's going on? Why are you, um, why aren't you in the Christmas spirit, right? And Kirk finds him in this car. He's like, typical. He says that, like, because he's narrating the entire time. He goes, like, typical. I knew he'd be in his car. No, you fucking didn't. So he goes out. He goes out to the, Darren's car. He starts talking. So you're, like, not even in the middle of the movie, and I'm already over. What? What? <laughs> I'm already over. <laughs> He says, what's the problem, man? Bro. 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 What's the problem, bro? And then Darren Joan t- t- turns like... <laughs> See, you don't even know what you're talking about. That movie got to you, too. I... <laughs> he turns into, like, a Soviet... Karl Marx, he's like, it's all consumerism! And, you know, they took Jesus out of Christmas, and they put the big up and you know 
and they put the big tree up, and they put Jesus in the corner, and a little snow globe, and they turn it around, and they say it's snowing in Bethlehem, and Jesus, he's, he's like, a, he's cutting a wrestling promo. He's like, well, we already just gonna say it. we don't think it snows in Bethlehem. We, we tried to uh, rationalize, I don't think it snows in Tel Aviv. Or I'm using uh, that as a reference for Israel. I don't, Israel. I don't think it snows. Send us an email. We're probably going to Google it after this, but I don't think it snows there. I think it snows in like mountainous areas, maybe like it does in California. Would, maybe Mount Sinai. Yeah, but I don't think it's like snowing in Tel Aviv. No, I don't know. If you live in Tel Aviv, send us an email. If you don't, still send us an email. But he's like cutting like a like a um, American Dream Dusty Roads promo. He's like. You know, and this is the consumerism, and I'm going to fight against it, and you better believe it, brother. I'm going to, you know. You know, I sound like Hulk Hogan. I think I had the Dusty Rhodes voice, but the Hulk Hogan uh, jargon. He's like, these fucking jabronis, man. They want to take Jesus out of Christmas, but I'm picking them back. I'm not celebrating this. This is a screams of silence Christmas. You know, he's saying all this, and Kirk Cameron is looking at him like he is going to fucking murder him. He has dead eyes. He's looking at him like, you fucking piece of shit. I just thought that's what he looked <laughs> I said, if if Kirk Cameron, like, shoots him in the back of the head and says, we celebrate Christmas in this family, this would be the best movie ever. Uh, whoever owns the rights to the script, maybe shoot me the... Probably Kirk Cameron. <laughs> when he, oh, I better be g- getting good with Kirk Cameron, and then he'll leave me the rights when he dies. Because I can rewrite this and make it my way. Anyway, you know, Kirk Cameron's like, everything you said is wrong, Darren. You're a piece of shit. You are. He does like the gunnery Sergeant Hartman. He's like, you are not even a human fucking being. <laughs> he's saying. That's where in this movie. That's how he's acting, though. That's how he's. He's, he's saying goodness, but he means uh, you're not even a human fucking being. He's saying, you know, you're a piece of subhuman I shit. I writing at, um. When he was in the car, and I said, Christian, shut up. I know. <laughs> I ended right after that. And, oh, every time that they would use, like, a pop culture reference, it's, like, very um public domain. They, like, change the words to Santa Claus is coming to town, and they do the beginning of the Rawhide song, but they don't say Rawhide. They go, rollin', rollin', rollin'. And then they stop. I love that. This movie is so cheap. So, Kirk Cameron says, everything you said is wrong, and let me tell you why. First off, Jesus wasn't born in a manger. He's born in a cave. He's born in a cave on a bunch of swaddling cloth, and he was, he died, he was, <laughs> he was born in that swaddling cloth, and he died in that swaddling cloth, and then now we wrap our presents in swaddling cloth, and think of the, okay, this looks like the, a state, a high school stage production of Chicago. You know, in Chicago, the beginning, it's just the bump, bump, come on, babe, why don't we paint the tent? It's just the chair with the, the spotlight. Mm-hmm. It's the it's the rock with the spotlight on it. I was like, if Catherine Zeta-Jones comes out here, I will piss my pants. The is cold. And the music's hot. The gin is cold. Where the gin is cold and the piano's hot. It's just a noisy manger where there's a nightly brawl. Oh my god. Could you imagine Mary kicking the shit out of the donkey? <laughs> anyway. I, I'm sorry, this movie, like, I probably have some form of brain damage from this movie. Um, you, moreover, because you're older than me. You probably have, like, stage four Alzheimer's now. 
I told you I kind of just... I did not want to watch this movie. Oh, I forgot that Darren Jones called... These are some, like... All that shit I said that he said is based... The gist, but these are two... Um, these are two, egg, quote, excerpts. Perverted symbols. And he... It cuts to a picture of a candy cane. And then elf worship, <laughs> he says. So he's... Kirk Cameron is saying, you know... Away in a manger. Santa is Satan. It's an anagram for Satan. And so Kirk Cameron is saying that, okay, picture it. And then it's like the bum, 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 bum. You know, come on, babe. Why don't we have this baby? In a cave. And he's saying that. You didn't make reservations at the end. I know. Uh, we are just losing the tune. <laughs> I can't sing, so it don't matter. So he's saying that no, he was not born in a trough. He was not born. Isn't that what it is? He wasn't born in a manger. <laughs> uh, no, a manger, but he was born. He was laid in like a hay basket or some shit. Not a trough. The, the troughs of the yeah, I'm sure it was a trough full of hay. Oh my gosh. No. I don't know what no. people used for no. feeding their animals in not even real time. Oh. Not even real time. Uh, BC. <laughs> not even real time. So. It was no longer BC. He's born. Oh, zero. I don't know what they used. <laughs> so. He says he shows us this rock. He, the the Chicago spotlight shows us this rock covered in seed, not like jizz, like um, um, like oats and barley and whey, um, you know, and wheat okay. curds of whey. Curds and whey is cottage cheese. Oh my god! <laughs> Did I think that was wheat the entire time? <laughs> Oh my god. So I'm fucking done, man. So Oh my god. <laughs> so Yo, is that little Miss Muffet here? Okay. That's where it's from. I thought if she was eating wheat and like porridge. No. Wheat and porridge. Eating her curd and whey. It's cottage cheese. Oh my that's disgusting. Little curds of Wait. <laughs> Gross. Okay. So there's all this seed on there. And he says, Jesus was probably born <laughs> right on this rock. And, you know, they had to... Boom. <laughs> and then, <laughs> you know, he did a little musical number <laughs> after he was born. Uh, <laughs> Bethlehem. <laughs> Coming to Bethlehem. Da-da-da-da-da-da <laughs> Bethlehem. <laughs> So, oh my god, we're going to get excommunicated for this. I think I already am. So, so Mary, Kirk Cameron is saying, you know, they had to birth in this cave because the soldiers were outside and Herod wanted to kill him. And so, then he he says Joseph was watching. Joseph is portrayed by like a 70-year-old man. And then he like, Joseph disappears. And then he's like, but take he Joseph out. He shows up at dinner. <laughs> he does. And then Mary was there, but take her out. And it's just Jesus. And then he says, but take Jesus out. And it's just a swaddling cloth. And apparently the true meaning of Christmas is not the, the birth of Jesus. It is not, you know, um, this joyous day. It's about swaddling cloth. And this, he says swaddling cloth more than he says Jesus. <laughs> he's talking about, you know, 
they did this with the swaddling cloth, and then she wiped his face with the swaddling cloth, and then he was wrapped in swaddling cloth, and he was dead. And I mean, <coughs> so apparently we get an explanation of, you know, the reason that there's no manger inside is because they were born in a cave. I think that's what. I don't know, because there was like, um, what is it? Um, tinnitus. Like, I was just like, oh, in my ear. I was like, whoa, what is he talking about? So then we cut back to inside. DeAndre is with my other favorite character, the conspiracy theorist, who is the conspiracy theorist talks like Tucker Carlson. But behind a coffee mug. Behind the coffee mug. Because he doesn't want to bring politics into Christmas. We're supposed he doesn't to want anyone to see him or hear Yeah, because I'm pretty sure... you don't know who's watching. I'm pretty sure that every single person at that party is a lunatic like him. That's just me. You don't... I don't... I'm I, not even based on religion, because I don't really like... I have friends who are Christians. I have friends who are, you know, other religions than I am. But I would not be friends with any of these people because they are batshit crazy. So he's talking about... What did he say? He says, you know, first they're going to take... Because of, of course he works with DeAndre, too. First, this is the conspiracy theorist. First they're taking away our... He cuts another wrestling promo like Darren does. First they're going to be taking away our casual Fridays. Then they're going to take away our Thursdays. And then they're going to take away our fucking Wednesdays. And then... No, he said all we're going to have left is Wednesday and that tump day. It's not a real day. And then they're going to start putting fluoride in our water. They already do. So he said, yeah, no, that's what he said. He said, there's fluoride in our water. And they tell you about Area 51, but what about Area 52? Where are all the Christmas trees? Where they take all the fucking mangers. And Christmas That's why you don't see the mangers on the street. And Christmas trees. They're taking away Jesus. And that's what he's talking about. And then he says, um, oh, he says, and at work, I don't have to, I don't get to say Merry Christmas. I don't get to say Merry Christmas. I have to say Happy Holidays. Because I, you know, it, it's just all woke. I saw it on Fox News. He says that. I, I saw it on Fox News. And you know what? I think they're right. It has to be true. I saw it on the Fox News. And he's doing this whole thing. And if I sounded like a lunatic, it's because that's exactly how he sounded. And then DeAndre's like, oh, we have to do something. And then that is how Christian Al-Qaeda was formed. This, they, they act like this is a terror group. They don't, do, right? They are crazy. They said we have to take Christmas back. It sounds like they're going to firebomb uh, atheist people's houses. How do you know who's atheist? Kurt Cameron knows. He, remember, he talks to angels? No, you said that. They say he talks to angels. He calls them out by the name. You know? So then... I'm sorry, kitty. We're back in the car. Oh, I forgot to mention that the conspiracy theorist shouts Dick Cheney at some point. Yes. Dick Cheney! <laughs> he sounds like he has Alzheimer's and he's just saying shit. And they're putting fluoride in Area 52 in the mangers and Dick Cheney! And, and you know, why am I pissing my pants? You know, he's, that's how he's talking. He's a crazy person. So then... We're back in the car. And then Darren Doan is, takes a big, steaming, disgusting, Christmassy, peppermint-flavored shit all over... <laughs> not chocolate-flavored shit. All over um, Norse mythology uh -oh. when he says... Which I, 
I personally don't know anyone who does, but I am sure there is one person out of eight billion or however many are in the world who, you know, uh, believes in Norse mythology, you know? And I'm like, Darren, shut the fuck up, dude. Oh, that's why I said shut up. Because he says, okay, I'll believe you about the manger. I didn't see that one in the Bible, but I believe you. Because Kurt Cameron is working on the Bible, too. Um, I want that book so bad. Kirk Cameron's The Bible, part duh. <laughs> so, Darren is saying, but what about the Christmas trees? That's a fucking pagan thing. It's in my house. They're celebrating. Wait a second. It's all idolatry. It's all idolatry. <laughs> he sounds like he's insane. He's going, it's idolatry, and it's in my house, and there's kids running around it, and my wife is letting this in her house, and it's idolatry. And Kirk Cameron looks at him with those Satan eyes again. And he goes, hey, hey, Buster, bro, hey, bro, it's not, a, it's, I see what you're saying. And then Darren Doan goes like, it's, there's, it's, it's pagan and the Norse people did it or some other fucking Scandinavian bullshit. And, you know, Thor, Thoramus, the, the great, you know, they're, they're doing it to worship him and it's not God. It's not God. Thor's not Nor- Nordic. Isn't he Nordic? What is he? Is that Greek? I don't think he's Nordic. I will look it up after. Thor, the god of thunder. Yeah, he's like Nordic or um, Scandinavian. Some sort of Scandinavian, I thought. I did not think he was. What did you think he was? I thought he was Greek. No, he's not Greek. Zeus is the god of thunder in Greek mythology. Then maybe he is a Scandinavian Thor. Who, give, who, give, who cares? It's not about Thor. It's about Jesus. Um, uh, I just did a hand motion... Uh, pointing upwards uh, to where Jesus lives. My attic. Sure. <laughs> I don't fucking know. So then, he's like, it's all, it's all pagan. Those Norse people, it's pagan. And then Kurt Cameron says, he you know, he's like, biting his fist, he goes, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. But I'm gonna prove you wrong here. Back in the day, this all started at a Christmas tree lot. No, it didn't. Then he goes as far to say Jesus had a Christmas tree in his house with light bulbs on it. Oh, my God. Yeah, electricity before all of us. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, he's more advanced than Edison. He's this shoeless, disgusting, dirty carpenter. I mean, he was dirty. They didn't have showers without shoes. Running around in the desert. He has to be dirty. But apparently, apparently, he made electricity out of wood. So apparently, Kirk Cameron thinks that this man can craft electricity. And they're not... Do they ever show Jesus? No. They don't. Is that... You think that's intentional? Yeah, because I think everyone has their own idea yeah. of what Jesus looks like. But he's making him sound like not... How he has sounded when I have been in Sunday school. In Sunday school, they make him out to be like a dude who's not like a superhero. They don't make him out to be a superhero, but a dude who could like do almost magic, but it's not magic because magic is devil work or whatever the fuck. But Kirk Cameron makes him sound like he is Superman. Seriously. He's like, he made electricity and he... He is. It's a bird. It's a plane. More powerful than a locomotive. Look up in the sky. It's a bird. It's, it's a, a plane. plane. It's Jesus. Jesus. <laughs> Does he fly on a cross? Give him. 
capability. <laughs> he shoots wine. Like gliding? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. He shoots wine out of his eyes instead of lasers. <laughs> drink. When he punches you, you're cured of all his illnesses. Oh. So, Kirk Cameron is saying that, you know, Jesus not only had a Christmas tree in his house, that it had electricity, but also Christmas trees are crosses, and that there's a million little crosses on your Christmas tree that nobody's going to wear, or wear, nobody's going to get put on because Jesus saved them from the cross, right? That's what he said. That's what he said. And then Darren Doan goes, holy fucking shit. He probably said, holy Hanukkah. Holy goodness. I didn't know that. Goodness me, bro. I didn't know that. But what of Santa? And then he goes into another, but Santa is an anagram for Satan. And we're letting Satan in our house. And he pushed Jesus out. And he's driving the car. He's going, rolling, 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 rawhide. And he's, you know, he he threw Jesus out of the car and he threw him out of like a spinning bullet. And he's inside our house with that pagan tree and that lack of Jesus. And he's corrupting our children. He is. He's Satan. Satan's in our house. And then. No, it's just Uncle Bill. No, it's just Uncle. Then we get the close up of Uncle Bill looking like he's literally about to kill everyone in the. (laughs) He is doing the Grinch smile. His eyes are dead. And this is where I wrote, these are the ramblings of a madman. I think Kirk Cameron, Kirk Cramman, Kirk, that would be his porn name, Kirk Cramman. <laughs> I'm sorry. Kirk Cameron, he must have, like, taken an entire bottle of, like, Oxycontin because he's, like, yeah, he'd probably be dead. Off, his, off the deep end. He's, like, Jesus had electricity, you know? Mm, you know? well, he had lights. He, he had lights. lights denote electricity. Light. Oh, I forgot. Jesus is God, right? Right? Isn't that what they told us? Oh. I mean, we went to high, uh, Sunday school together, definitely. Not. You know, under the tutelage of Father Wygowski. I don't remember the father. I don't remember the good father. You know, God bless his soul. God rest him. Uh, ever since. Ever since. <laughs> We did not. <laughs> She's, uh, she, Father Wygowski was dead before I was born. Um, <clears throat> so, um, hold on. Father, no. Kirk. Kirk Cameron um, is saying, you know, there was once a Santa, but he wasn't a big fat Satan. He wasn't this big fat red dude, you know, creeping into our house, touching our kids, drinking our milk. No, he's not. He was a bad guy. He was the man. But in a good way. Apparently, this is the this is what oh, the This is almost over. We just have to get back to him face planting, the, the dance, the choreographed oh. dance scene, the photos. Did the thing about Saint Nick, which is not true. He did not kill anybody. Oh, they made him sound like he's um like John Wick or he's like Charles Bronson in Death Wish. He's going around killing people. He's like Son of Sam. Going around <laughs> killing people you know, over minor uh, indiscretions. Apparently, they make, they make him out to be like this badass. Like that he killed people who didn't agree with what he had to that do. Is, that's a terrorist leader. That, that is a... It, uh, that is not true. They make, so he's like this brooding like dude with a scraggly beard and big scraggly he had hair. He really nice teeth, though. 
he did humongous teeth like a fucking horse they were white white. which i think also is untrue for the time i think they'd be yellow and decayed but so he goes into this bar and he hears and this is the the conspiracy theorist is playing this guy this guy is you know saying you know jesus was you know he wasn't the son of man he wasn't the son of man he wasn't the son of god no no sir and uh, uh, chris kringle Takes him outside. Well, his name was Nicholas something. Nicholas <clears throat> Cameron. Uh, Nicholas somebody. Nicholas the Saint. No, they didn't make him a saint till after. Oh. But he takes, Nicholas takes him outside and like American History X curb stomps him in the road. And he's like, you piece of shit. And he spits on him. He kicks him. He's like, this is what Christmas is all about. And then he goes home. That He goes home. And his, you know, is it his wife, his daughter, his servant? I don't know some some is. lady he lives with. They go and take presents to all the kids. And he says, ho, ho, ho. Because Darren said before this this fable started that I never saw ho, ho, ho in the Bible. And may, maybe I missed it. Maybe it was in Deuteronomy 7. Maybe I missed it. But I don't think I did. I don't think I did at all. I didn't miss it at all. Right, and Kirk Cameron is like, "You fucker, you piece of shit! Listen to this!" And he tells him this fanciful story, and then suddenly, from Xanadu, suddenly, you know, he walks in, and I'm suddenly the savior. <laughs> Darren Doan opens his eyes wide, and he goes. Holy shit. Yeah, I'm praying right now. Holy goodness. I'm praying right now. <laughs> Holy moly. I was the bad guy the whole time. I need to go inside and rectify it. Wait, no, you do it. Tell him I have a rash. Would he have an epiphany? He, he had a, relig- a religious experience. And Kirk says, no, you have to do this yourself. And this is my favorite scene in the movie. Darren Doan opens that door. He rips the door open and it's, it's a huge door. It's like um uh the chamber door from the Raven. It's humongous. And he opens it and uh, um miraculously every single person in the party is in this one room. And DeAndre turns and he goes, "Oh, hi." You know, and Darren has this wild look in his eye like he's about to murder them all. He has this wild like he's a rabid dog. He's looking like, he's heavy breathing. He's not saying a word. And then he, it turns to slow motion. He sprints. He does the Usain Bolt. And he (laughs) dives and slides into all the presents, mouth gaping, looking like the shark from Jaws, (laughs) biting at these presents. And then, and then it's un- thing and he's just slaying there looking at the present and then everyone's quiet and deandre turns to all his friends and goes can i get an amen and i was like kill me now what those presents are and then kirk freeze frames and he's telling us you look at those presents think of them as a city the one look at the presents that didn't that darren didn't fuck up the ones he didn't bite look at them it's like a city skyline almost like a, a new jerusalem 
A new safe haven for all Christians everywhere. A tree in the middle of the city. With a humongous wall protecting it from evils of the world. And lights. Lots of lights on the Christmas tree. Some big, but some small too. And that's the true meaning of Christmas, everyone. And then Darren, I swear to God, is on the floor for five minutes. And I would call EMS. If he ran in, face planted the presence, and stayed there for five minutes, I would be calling the emergency services because he is unwell. I will see if Jesus can heal him. Honk for Jesus, <laughs> save his soul. He hops up to his feet. Oh, my God. He runs to the kitchen. He, like, looks at his wife. She says nothing. If my partner came in, did that, and came up to me, I'd be like, what? You fucking ruined Christmas, you piece of shit. I wouldn't have said that. I'd have said, what the fuck are you doing? Well, I have a seven on the externalizing, remember. Uh, <laughs> so Dar- and then his wife says these three words. Are you okay? Oh, my God. I would lose my mind if I didn't get like a, what is wrong? <laughs> and then he says, I've been a real jerk this entire holiday season. Can I, I want to make it up to you. I want to do something I've always wanted to do. And then Kirk freeze frames. He says, you probably think they're going to do something sinful. Something amoral. He doesn't say that, but he no, says, he says probably, <clears throat> I think they're probably going to do the kiss. But no. Sometimes a hero subverts expectation. And then Darren says, not like I want to bend you over this counter. I want to. But she says, what do you want to do, Big Papa? And then he says, quote, um, I want to, um, I want to have an organized hip-hop dance, um, routine to express how I feel about Jesus. And she says, okay. And then DeAndre throws on the Gloria remix, which is like, beatboxing over, you know, you know, and Kirk Cameron tells us over, uh, over a voiceover that you need to rearrange your life around Jesus, rearrange your home around Jesus, which I'm not going to do. Well, first of all, I didn't. I forgot all those dance people came out. The dance. It's like um, in musicals when it's like the main characters, but then people come out to dance with them. They go out to the thing and they're, you know, beat bopping and scatting, you know, these people we don't know. And then Darren Joan goes out and he looks like a fucking idiot. His legs are by his ears and he's, you know, thrusting at the ground and, you know, he's break dancing. And then his, his wife, we see them side by side for like the first time. She's probably four foot nine and he's six foot two. And they're dancing together. And then Kirk Cameron goes out and he's doing the worm. And then DeAndre goes out and he's flapping his fat stomach everywhere. Like, as former fat person, I can... No former. Current fat person. (laughs) Um, I can say that. Because he is like... It is like a a waterbed. He's moving around. Yeah, he was muffin topping bad in that sweater vest. But... He's like, move into the beat. And then the conspiracy theorist goes out and he's dancing. And then DeAndre does the splits. And I was like, oh my Lord. And then there's a montage of Darren Joan and everyone taking group pictures. And then they're at dinner. And Kirk Cameron says, you know, uh, his heart grew three sizes that day. You know, God bless you. 
God bless your kin. You know, we hope you enjoyed this movie as much as we did making it. God bless you. And Merry Christmas. Not Happy Holidays. Merry Christmas. The end. Thank God. What did you give it as a post? Minus 10 million. Really? Really? (laughs) Multiplied it by 10. Multiplied it by 10. I, co- I really couldn't bring my... I, I really have, like, phantom hand syndrome because I don't remember writing this consciously. <laughs> you gave it a five. Negative 70. Oh. I love to hate this movie. This is the dumbest movie I've ever seen. It's not the worst movie I've ever seen. It does have awful production value. I mean, there's a lot of shaky cam where there should not be shaky cam. And... Because they're laughing. <laughs> <laughs> they're laughing. People are going to fucking hate this in seven years. <laughs> but it was, I was offended. I, I don't know why I was offended, but I just felt dirty watching this. My hands, my hands feel greasy. You know, my face yeah, feels. Burger. Huh? Burger, <laughs> oh my God. My, my face is weak. My palms are sweaty. My knees are weak. My face is weak, no, um, uh, but I love to hate this movie. I will definitely be watching it again next year for Christmas. Um, alone. Alone, probably. Um, most likely. I, I take another year of watching this movie. Well, you forget about it, and then it comes back with a vengeance. Next time, it'll be like Jaws for the revenge. This time, it's personal. We are going to be having some scores to settle next time. If we didn't already settle them this time. So, we hope you enjoyed our retelling of this classic Christmas tale. Uh, this true, purely fiction yeah, Christmas tale. This studded, candy-coated, you know, peppermint-smelling, hot chocolate, wafting pile of Christmas shit. Uh, we hope you enjoyed it. Uh, if you enjoyed it, rate and review on Apple Podcasts. Uh, send us an email. Why are we doing this podcast? One at gmail.com. Follow us on Instagram. That's why are we doing why period our period we period doing period this. You can uh, Twitter. We are YRWDT pod. And you can subscribe to our Patreon. That's patreon.com slash why are we doing this. Uh, next week, we're going to be watching Santa Claus Conquers the Martians, which we've had on the docket for a while. But, you know, I really wanted to bring some joy into my life and watch this before. You wanted to torture me. Uh, I think next week is going to be worse, though. I think it is heralded as the worst Christmas movie ever. So, if you liked that, tell your friends. uh, Rate and review. Do everything. Um, I think, yeah, our next episode's out after Christmas. So, happy holidays. We don't know what you all celebrate. Um, You know, Merry Christmas to those who celebrate. Happy Hanukkah to those. Happy Festivus, um, happy Kwanzaa. Is it Merry Kwanzaa? I think it's Merry Kwanzaa and Happy Hanukkah. Um, and it's Happy Christmas in the UK, I think. Um, I don't know. But, you know, happy all your holidays. Yes. You know, we're going to have a fun time. You know, it's going to be at my home. Um, so we're going to have a lot of fun. We hope you had a lot of fun. We'll see you after the holidays. Um, remember, I'm Lucas Doherty. I'm Kathy Wright. And we are Why Are We Doing This?